Welcome to Politics well, and Right. My name is Egberto Willis, your host. Good morning, Houston. Good morning, Harris County. Good morning, Texas. Good morning, the United States of America. And of course, good morning to the entire world. Why do I start that way? Because we have listeners in every single one of those in that domain, those domains. Anyway, we're going to have a great show for you today. But to start, of course, we always like to have the honor of listening to our two geniuses in the control room. So good morning to <laughs> Howard Reynolds and Jack Van Beber. Oh, you always crack me up with the geniuses. You wouldn't have said that if you'd have seen what I did last night. I am curious. <laughs> what did you do last night? I had the opportunity to attend the mayoral forum on the environment over in the fifth ward at the deluxe theater. Uh-huh. Absolutely a beautiful theater. You wouldn't believe how beautiful this thing is. Uh, built in 1927, wow. renovated from the past five years, past, past 10 years to a beautiful venue. This thing was just wonderful. The crowd was there. It's the mayor's forum on the environment, uh, pretty much sponsored by our, our very own uh, Weston Tordowski. I have trouble saying his name of the uh, Gulfstream show on Monday, the environmental show. So there was a lot of discussion with these mayoral candidates on what they're going to do about all the pollution and the toxic environments in uh, the Fifth Ward and in Pleasantville. So it was a very interesting forum. Uh, We carried it live here on KPFT last night. Uh, It was a bit confusing about what we switched to for our listeners, but we came back and explained what we were doing. Had a good uh, bunch of interviews from the the crowd from the public and what could be done about this uh this toxic waste that are killing that's killing those folks mm-hmm. so we were out in the community last night as community radio stations do finding out what's going on in the community and with this mayoral race unfortunately uh miss lee zoomed in for a 10 second intro and that was about it for her participation Whitmire didn't show up wasn't there We had four candidates out of all the many candidates, so I was rather disappointed in the turnout. The community did turn out, though, and KPOT was there to catch their opinions, catch their uh, thoughts and uh, possible actions that they can do. And the uh, mayoral candidates, the ones that did show up, were very informative. So it was a good lesson for me on how to rig things that actually work. So, so it seems to me like the uh, the the adjective of my favorite geniuses uh, worked out pretty well, didn't it? Well, the objective was to get out into the community, to yeah. show the community that KPFT is there. KPFT wants to be involved in the community because it is community radio. Right. And speaking of that, we are also in Fun Drive. So let's start this thing off. We don't want Egberto to go away this this morning. With a with a donut, we absolutely don't. No donut zone. No donut zone. So support your local community radio station, which is working hard for you to inform you of what's going on in the community and bringing you the truth about politics, because that's why we call this politics done right. Egberto knows about that. Of course, he did name the show, but <laughs> <laughs> he did name oh, the show Politics Done Right. So there, you know, that's okay. And you, you've also got a shirt. Tell us about the shirt that you can get for the donations. 
Yeah, if you go ahead and go to kpft.org or even call the 713-526-5738 extension number one, you can ask them for the Politics Done Right t-shirt. It is a contribution of, I think it's $100. Uh, you don't have to pay the $100 up once if you don't want to. You can do it over time. But that helps us uh, get the job done. And you know what's great about it? You actually go ahead and bring us more people as they see it. Ah, I've heard of politics done right. I told you guys the other day I saw a shirt. I don't remember where I was with my wife, and it was like, there's nothing like in a city of 3 million people or more seeing somebody wearing your T-shirt. It's like, wow. So please, folks, please go out there. That, You're representing. Yeah, go ahead. That is a good-looking T-shirt. If I had a spare 100 bucks, I'd donate it and get one myself. <laughs> so Jack, you got some wisdom for us today. Well, yeah, um, it's kind of kind of off topic, you know. Back on back on the bad stuff here, you oh. know, <laughs> those Grinches, those Go- rats. Government is not the problem. Big corporate business is. We have a rogue, corporatized government, a rogue, conservative corporate Supreme Court, co-opted by Citizens United free speech money, aka bribe money. And the politicians are jockeying for position to be loved and showered with money by greedy oligarchs and plutocrats as they slowly take the people's rights away. Well, Jack, I would say the government is the problem because you can buy the government. That's the problem. Oh, yeah. The Supreme Court has decided. That's how it works. Well, the Supreme Court has decided that, oh, a corporation is a person, so therefore they can buy their politicians. Oh, and they do a good job of that. Well, that they do. So before we hijack Egberto's show with our own opinions, and they are opinions, then let's get back to the real talented man here. Politics done right. Yes, right. Well, let's do well, my, politics done right today. Well, my two brothers, first of all, this is not Egberto's show. This is our show. And I mean that from the depths of my heart. We are the one that bring it to the community, and the community is the one who supports it. Politics Done Right is our show. It is Jack's show. It is it's your show, Howard. It is a people's show. All of you guys that are listening, it's your show. So please also call 713-526-5738 and support the program. Hit extension 1 to donate or go to kpft.org. We have our first online person right now from Barcelona, Spain, Melanie Keelan. Thank you, Melanie, for being here. I know it's afternoon out there in uh, Barcelona, Spain. I think it's just about noon, right? Noon or one, somewhere around there. Anyhow, folks, um, uh, the title of the show today is, and let me get to the title of the show. The title of the show is Trump Lies Exposed to Journalists as New York AG Letitia James slams him. Sidney Powell uh, went ahead and she said, I am guilty. I am guilty. And of course, Trump said that the reason he's not campaigning in Iowa, the reason he's not campaigning in New Hampshire, the reason he's not in South Carolina is because we have him forced to sit down in court. Of course, it's a lie. The next question they asked him was, Hey, you going to be here tomorrow, brother Trump? Trump said, Oh, well, I don't think I'm coming tomorrow. I got a golf tournament at Doral. Oh, really? I thought if you can go to your golf tournament in Doral, can't you go campaign 
with your people in Iowa, New Hampshire, as well as where again? South Carolina and everywhere else? I think so. I think so. But anyway, folks, before I get started with the two, uh, some of these subjects, I, I told you last week and subsequently that because of uh, that, I on, on our on air program, I don't want to get into specifically the Israel, uh, Hamas, Palestinian uh, subject. I don't want to go deep into the types of rationale there. But I feel a responsibility after the president's speech to say something that affects all of us as United States citizens. And I am speaking now simply as United States citizens and how we are perceived and how uh, how we're perceived and the danger that we can get into. But before I get there, since we have the mayor of politics done right on and Johnny, I'm going to bring Johnny in, then I'll continue with my discourse. Come on in, Johnny. Uh, well, I like your discourse regardless. Um, my my understanding is that not too many uh, mayoral candidates showed up last night. And that indicates the problem is not government. The problem is who shows up to be involved in government and what their goals are. If you If the basic citizenry is not educated enough, they don't know enough enough about how government actually works. In other words, civics instruction. Mm-hmm. Guess what? They get distracted very easily by the way we practice capitalism in this country. It's purposeful to keep them distracted. You're raising your kids, you're working your nine to five. It's a logistics uh, challenge. So it, the, problem, the problem is not government, as Ronald Reagan would, would want you to think. The problem is Ronald Reagan. Him showing up. Him I agree with you. Oligarchy. The corporate Johnny, that's, the problem. I agree with you. And I want to bring Howard in again, if Howard is still in the control room. And that is, Howard, you said that Sheila spoke for 10 mm-hmm. seconds or so, or a short amount of time. And, uh, Very short. Whitmer, and Whitmer didn't show up at all. Did, no. did, uh, did Whitmer's people say why he didn't show up? I don't think there was any questions. I, I don't know. Okay. Maybe they did. Maybe they didn't. I don't think the moderator knew the uh, the the turnout for the public was good. That place right. is almost packed wow. because they're very interested on who's going to get their vote. Then, and the world is run by people who show up. Well, you know, the, Johnny's right. When yeah. somebody shows up to run the place and nobody else does, guess what? They're going to run the place. So um, let me let me tell you why I asked that both Johnny and, and Howard and, and the audience at large. Why I asked that, because uh, environment is a touchy subject, especially in a region where uh, it has what, what we call environmental, uh, you know, hostage taken. Right. Because most of uh, bad environment occurs in a lot of these areas. Uh, most places it's not in my backyard, NIMBY, but in these places, they don't have a choice. It is in their backyard. And we wonder uh, if they are scared to answer questions from these people who uh, government has allowed corporations to use their areas as dumping ground. I'd like to hear your thoughts on that, both Johnny and Howard. 
Well, I'm not surprised that John Whitmire did not show up. Matter of fact, I think word got out. His, our criticism, our criticism of his TV ad being having no substance. So what does he do? He cuts a brand new TV ad. But you know what? The substance is still lacking because he can't address what needs to be addressed. Everybody, not just Whitmire, but everybody. I, I've made this criticism before. Every person I've seen running for mayor of Houston or New York or any of the towns that I've lived in, in all the years I've grown up, they always have the same talking points. And then when they get into, uh, into office, they don't do anything. And I don't think it's because they don't want to. It's because they don't have the money to do it. It's an unfunded mandate. And that goes back to a lack of a progressive income tax code, but without loopholes for the ultra-wealthy. And until we solve that basic thing, there's not going to be enough money for mayoral candidates to actually follow up on their promises if they get elected. We, we, we keep wasting our time spinning our wheels. And John Whitmire basically knows that. And he doesn't want to be embarrassed any more than Donald Trump doesn't want to be embarrassed at the sight of a veteran falling out of his wheelchair because it brings to, to light who and what he really is. Thank you very much Jeff, for your yeah, call, you. Brother Johnny. And I'd I, love to hear your, your thoughts, Howard. I think that you're right, Johnny. Um, it's, it was just, it, to me, it was embarrassing for him not to be there, for Miss Lee not to be there, because these are the front runners and they need those votes to get in. And they won't need to show concern about those folks out there in the Fifth Ward, also in Pleasantville, where we've had these cancer alleys. Unbelievable that they did not show up. I just, I, it's, it's beyond me to explain why the entire whole gaggle of people who are running for mayor weren't there. It just doesn't make any sense. Well, I was not very happy about that. You know, makes you want to run for office, don't it? Well, no, <laughs> I, I, I think not. But well, uh, Johnny, you know, actually, you, you, know, you know something, uh, Howard. I, I want to get in there because I mean, you know, I feel, uh, folks. Johnny just asked you the pertinent question: makes you want to run for office, right? And a good answer for you, Howard, would be yes. Folks have asked me as well: why don't you run for office? And you know, it, it's. The thing about it is I, I want to be an informer, and I think the same applies to you. But my God, we need people who really want the job not to make a whole bunch of money or not to hold power, but to actually do good for other people. And my God, that's hard to find. And we could do that. But the problem with running for office is they're going to dig up every bone in your past Every skeleton you've got in your closet, and I've got a few, right. they wrap for now and then, but they don't want their entire lives exposed publicly. Right. That's one of the problems with running for office. Once you do that, you're going to get every reporter in the world digging into your background. Oh, at seven years old, this guy used a bad word in, in class. Well, right. I was seven years old at the time. So, Although, you know it's, what? It's unbelievable. I want to, sorry to interrupt here, speak over you, sir, but let me just say this interesting thing. I think there's one good thing that, uh, that, that Trump has brought to the fold, and that is I don't think any longer politicians have to be concerned about what they've done in the past. I think that the Trump new doctrine is just about anybody can be a politician if they can get somebody to vote for them. I don't know. if it, I wonder if it works with everybody else. but. You know, Trump has 
uh, change the game. Uh, now, yeah, you know, Trump has changed the game. Anyway, uh, let's yeah. let's go ahead and uh, you know, Jack. Since I know Melissa was out there at this event, and that's what we're talking about, I'm going to jump Melissa ahead of the line uh, and uh, hear her thoughts on on having been at the event with with um, okay. Howard. Hey, Johnny, thank you for calling, my brother. Uh, one, let's one, go ahead. And, quick... Go ahead. Go ahead. Nope. Real quick. Uh, he brought up a good thing about skeletons in the closet. But let's remember, even if you don't have skeletons in the closet, they'll make up stuff up about Whoa, you. Oh, that's true. Yeah. Wow. True, Johnny. True that. Oh, true wow. that. True that. All right. Let's go to Melissa. Thank you, brother. Uh, Melissa, come on in. Good morning. Good morning, Houston. Good morning, Alberto. I good woke morning. up and I was like, oh, my God, I'm excited because, uh, yeah. Um, my heart told me last night not to show up. I think I was in the right place the day before where uh -huh. the candidates actually talked about something, wanted to say something, and they all showed up except, uh, except, uh, Whitmire. Yeah. I think he was on the, his thing was on there, but it, at the end, but his seat was there, but it, he just wasn't there. Um, but that's what I'm saying. It's, so eerie it's so silent out here about what the candidates are going to do or what they're trying to do or what they want to do um for the front heads that they don't even show up because they just know you know they just know that they're in and that's not right. what we need we don't need a continuation of the machine you know so mm -hmm. um i thought that that was very interesting he didn't show up nor did she jackson show up but um I, yeah i i'm glad i attended the first one um you know where what we is yeah, there, it's interesting because, um, God, I forgot her name. She was running. She's now running for Sheila's position. Um, uh, she always, Robin Williams? No. What's, what, what name did you say? Robin Williams? No, not Robin Williams. There's a, there's a no. uh, young lady that's running for Congress now for Sheila Jackson's position in oh. Congress. I interviewed her and now I can't remember her name. <laughs> anyway, uh, she, she shows goes, up. Does she, is it Beth? Best? No, no, but she shows up I'm everywhere. I, I, I'll think of her name uh, sometime later in the show, but she shows up everywhere. She's a young yeah, candidate. She's about 38 years old or so, 40 maybe. Um, and she's everywhere. And, you know, I, I really wanted her. She's so random, though. Is she random with her speaking? Like, because she's like raw. I don't, I hope you're not, you're just talking about the one that, that I'm talking about. She's bright. Like, she, she's, She's just un. Ah, uh, would you you know how uh, in in candidates they they go to these uh, they have to go to all of these uh, speaking public engagements just to you know get etiquette and right. um, you know uh, right. learn how to speak in front no. of you know what I'm saying. Um, no, so no, this, 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 no, this woman was actually a councilwoman, uh, Melissa. She was a councilwoman. Okay. She okay. left and went back to practice law. And now she's running for Sheila's position. I just interviewed her like uh, three months ago. <laughs> oh, man. I would really like to know her name. So when you find out, let me know because I'll, I'll, I'm I'll, I'll say candidate for real. Absolutely. But anyway, Melissa, hey, I, I need to go to the other callers. Anything else you want to say? No, that's it. I say thank you for for calling that out. Like they just don't show up. Like it's right. Just, Okay. Bye -bye. Thank you so kindly, Melissa. You have a wonderful rest of your day. All right, let's go to mi hermano Gonzalo. Hermano mío, ¿cómo estás? Good morning. Happy Friday, Pesto. Happy Friday, hermano. Yeah. 
Yeah, I mean, I was listening carefully to our, our friend Johnny and to Melissa and to what uh, you have said about politicians and uh, the way they get the money for re-election or for becoming major. So, and I'm trying to connect the dots because unfortunately I don't have time. I didn't have time to see the, the candidates conference or whatever. And I'm not surprised that Mr. Wilson Meyer was not there. So I bet that the monies that he gets to make the advertisements that I watched when I was teaching yesterday does not make from environmental causes, if you know of what course. I mean. Yes, so of course. You have to show up for an oil industry um, a contribution uh, meeting. Of course, he will be the first city there. So you clear my mind, and unfortunately, not everybody has the time and the, the patience to read about the candidate. So uh, now I have a clear understanding because I listen to your program. And I, I also make my own homework at home because you need to uh, take uh, opinions from different sources always. That's my point of view. Right. But now to have more, uh, more of a clear vision about uh, uh, candidate uh, Wittemeyer to, uh, as a major and everybody else. And, of course, the agenda that they support does not suppose environmental causes, the amount of uh, rubbish that goes to the landfill instead of uh, going to recycling plants. That, by the way, there is not a plan to uh, increase the amount of plants because the amount of plastic increases every every day more. Mm -hmm. So I'm just wondering if all those plastics that go to my recycle bin goes to the field, the landfill, or to the recycling plant. Unfortunately, there was a study done. I don't remember when. Apparently, these refill programs, a lot of the plastics either go right into the refill or it's exported to go into somebody else's refill. Sadly, we need to be more serious about it, Gonzalo. Anyway, Gonzalo, algo más that you want to say? Thank you very much and happy uh, rest of the day. Thank you, my brother. Thank you for calling in. Uh, before we go to tag, I want to uh, welcome, in addition to Melanie Keelan on the chat, want to welcome Paul Fleming Sr. from Atlanta, Georgia, and Eric Hayes from Kingwood, Texas. As you see, we are now we are now in Barcelona, Spain, Texas, and Georgia. So love. That's why we. That's why we speak to the entire world, folks. Anyway, let's go ahead and bring tag into the fold. Come on in, tag. How are you doing this morning? Well, good. You're also in Michigan. And I'm in Michigan now. There you go, Tag. Talk yeah, to me, brother. Don't forget Michigan, you know. I mean, in Georgia. Well, and, you know. Hey, that, hey I, for the longest time, I drove a Mustang. I, in, in Panama, I drove a Duster. Of course, I love Michigan, brother. <laughs> I, I just want to speak for a moment about uh, algebraic equations. Yes, sir. You, you're probably familiar with them. Oh, of, co of course, multiple take, variables, etc. Yes. Well, you take you take symbols, mm. and and you put them together into an equation, and then you get a truth out of it. You know, this yes. this plus that equals something. You know, right? And uh, what what I was thinking about when you, when you were uh, talking about Trump with the rally this morning, uh huh. Like it, it's it's like uh, too many people 
want to take some of these variables out of the equation and then it doesn't work anymore. Right. And that's what I see happening with Trump. Well, they listen to this or this, but they don't look at the whole picture. Right. And so what happens is that the truth of their equation does not work anymore because they aren't including all the elements that are pertinent to that equation. Right. And, and I think that, uh, you know, these people are kind of siloed into, into listening to certain uh, feeds that they don't get all the pertinent equation or pertinent facts to make these equations work properly. And, and so they're some, somehow uh, short of, you know, of the truth. And mm-hmm. so that's all I want to say. You know, you really have to take a, a, a broader look at what you're getting. And, oh, well, well, Trump can't be in court because he's, I mean, he's he's on the uh, campaign trail, you know. Right. But when it comes down to it, no, he really wants to be a Dural at his golf tournament. You know what I mean? It's just the equations that people want or the elements of the equation that people want to leave out to to sustain their stories. And I think it's Tag. a shame that people don't look at the whole Tag, picture. you're absolutely right. Hold on, Tag. I want to do a quick thing here. Folks, I'm still Go at ahead. a donut. Uh, hold on, Tag. I'm coming right back to you. Folks, I'm still at a donut, meaning nobody have called in and supported the show yet. I asked you so kindly uh, to either go to kpft.org, that's kpft.org, and select any any level of contribution that you can. We're trying to reach a, uh, we're trying to get folks to be sustainers, meaning, hey, I can give $5 a month, a coffee a month, or two coffees a month, $10 a month, or $15 a month, or $20 a month, something like that. Please be a contributor however you can. 713-526-5738, extension number one to contribute, extension number two to be on air with me right now. But I need a few to call and and hit extension number one. Support the program with whatever you have the ability to do so. Understand that we really do the work. I am not paid uh, to, to work. And, and do this, but feel the necessity that we have folks on a public station to inform folks above and beyond what occurs on mainstream media. We do our job. We, we work hard to do our job. We work hard to make sure and bring you this. Getting up at five in the morning to uh, and preparing before the night is it, work that, that I honestly love. It is work that I honestly want to do to provide to society at large, our society at large, but also to be able to do this work. We have to have a station to broadcast this work. We have to pay the light bill, the the water bill and every other bill possible. So I ask kindly again, please support what you know we need. Please support what you know we must have, especially in a system that is very corrosive from the politics to the uh, to the the media. We need to have independent media, and that's what we give you. So I kindly ask Onex again, please call 713-526-5738 and hit number one to contribute. You want to speak to me, number two to be on air. Likewise, you can do the same at kpft.org. That is kpft.org. Hit the number 
hit the donate button and choose whatever you want or however much you can contribute. Please remember to let them know on the phone that you're doing this in the name of Politics Done Right or select Politics Done Right at the program when you go to kpft.org. Again, none of this money comes to me. It all goes to the station. Nothing comes to me. It all goes to the station. We do this at our full volition. Sorry for the interruption tag, but we are in fun drive, and I'm trying to do two things at the same time. To continue talking, my brother. Well, I, I think it's important for people to understand the sacrifice that all you guys make to come in and do the show. You know, uh, for for us, who the listeners, it, it's important to send in 25 bucks or whatever. But but you drive from Kingwood, you know, uh, well, Larry Winter, bless his heart, you know, come from cut and shoot. Oh, my God, right. cut, shoot, cut and shoot every day. And and you take the Blues Hound coming up from Galveston Island. I mean, you guys sacrifice so much. I, I want to call out specifically. Oh. I want because I have a I have a studio that I can do the show, which is most of the times in a, in a home studio now. But again, the, for me, the biggest job is a lot of preparation. But I really want to call out Jack Van Beber, who drives in 50 miles every day to the studio uh, early, early in the mornings to, to get this done. That's his own gas money. That's his own everything. Uh, what, uh, whenever, whenever Howard tells me we need to go ahead somewhere outside of the studio to get something done, I, I am there. I will be there. We are a team and we work hard to get this stuff done. Howard is all over the place, all over making sure he's the one that keeps us on air. Uh, I mean, it's a small band of people. Yes, we have hundreds, a couple hundred programmers. Everybody have their hour or so. There are a few of us that come on daily. It's a lot of work. And to get to get it done, we have great people. And when I tell you, everybody you hear on KPFT, you're talking about good people volunteering to provide something to community. So I ask so kindly again, 713 526 5738, hit extension number one to donate, extension two to come on. Aaron, tag, I need to go to Donald. Uh, or, do you have a, something quick to say? Yes, real quick. It would be nice if uh, Robin and Sandy could get around and let us know about how how much of the proceeds are coming from sustainers and how much is coming from the you know one-time donations. I, to, to me, that's a, at this point is an important uh, fact to know for us. So well, I'm sure if, one of them are listening to the program and they'll get you that information, brother. Okay. Thanks. Eric. Thank uh, you. Thanks Let's, for you, uh, what you do. Well, thank you for calling and thank you for what you do. You are a support, a strong supporter of us as well. Let me throw it to our brother Howard. Oh, when I just wanted to add on to what tag was saying about the devoted volunteers, Steve Hunter was there last night with me. There you so go. He was gathering information. Yes. Uh, Steve Hunter is, Probably one of the most amazing men that I think I've ever seen. Mm-hmm. He's three years old. He runs around like a teenager okay. with recorders. And they're like the Energizer Bunny, that's for sure. Uh, he runs around with recorders. He was at all the HISD meetings that they were having, the public meetings, gathering up information, gathering up sound bites. He didn't have to do that. He's right. a volunteer. He doesn't get paid for it. Right. So this gives you some type of a picture as to how many people are out there supporting this radio station and supporting the, the programming. He doesn't get paid for it. You don't get paid for it. 
So but, when you consider making that donation to KPFT at 713-526-5738, extension number one, give generously. Know that there absolutely. are people out here that are working with absolutely no money being paid to them. It is a passion to them. They bring you the information every single day. They work their tails off. They go out to public meetings. I, last night I was out at a public meeting. So we are working very hard for you to so you can have the information you need and not some 15, 20 second soundbite with a with a bunch of looped B-roll in it. There on you TV. Go. There you so, go. That's what you get. You get a 15 second to 30 second story on uh Cancer Alley. Okay, well, we're gonna talk about this. Creosote, bad, people dead. Film at eleven. Okay, yeah, five seconds. All right. We were out there last night gathering up the information, gathering up the facts, going to this mayor's forum, and no one was getting paid for that. I didn't get paid for it. I am the only paid employee they have, but I wasn't paid for that, and I didn't want to be paid for it. it well, we couldn't afford to, to pay you, Howard. That's the truth. We can't afford to pay you your worth. That's the well, that's no. just a, that's a categorical fact because you well, are, like I said, you kept you keep this baby going. I I, I am worth several million dollars. That is true. But <laughs> yes, <laughs> I have too much self esteem. I have too much self esteem as it is. But uh, getting back to the point that I was making, Steve Hunter was out there. I was volunteering my time off the clock to bring you this stuff. So please, when you think about making a donation to KPFT, think about you're supporting public radio. You're supporting a very hardworking team that's not getting paid. So we keep the lights on with your donations. We buy scant new equipment. I mean, there's not a whole lot of new equipment here. It works, thanks to riggers who, who who rig this stuff up to work. But I'm saying this is very, 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 very important that you support KPFT. 713-526-5738, extension one. And it doesn't have to be a million dollars. It doesn't have to be $500. We get a lot of $100 donations we get a lot of $50 donations someone donates $5 $5 a month to this radio station $60 a year 16 cents a day and now you've seen these SPCA commercials 63 cents a day to feed a mutt well you know of course that's a good cause 16 cents a day to feed a radio station come on man now Absolutely. I've hijacked enough of your show. Oh no, let's, let's go get to back Donald. To uh, and then yeah, Bart, Bart we're coming to you next, Bart. But Donald's been waiting for a long time. So come on, Donald. Come on in, my brother. Hey, good morning, Alberto. How are you? I'll wait all day if that's what it takes. Thank you, my brother. Talk to me. You missed your opportunity. You could have been there last night. You could have put up easels. Behind you with all the candidates and the ones that didn't show up, you could have wrote a circle with a big X on them. Oh. And then you would have been dressed up since it's Halloween. You could have been in a mime outfit and you could have been white faced. And then you could have took your bathing bucket with your baby and put all the plastic bottles in there. And then your mason jars with the creosote and all the other stuff, chemicals, put it in the bath, wash your baby and all of it. And then your smoke machine would have been the air pollution. And look, you would have got a lifelong childhood dream of actually being in whiteface. 
Donald, oh, hold on, Donald, 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 Donald. Why didn't you? Why are you telling me this after the fact, Donald? You know, I I listen to your wordiology, Donald. Why didn't you tell me this before? I didn't think about it at first. Why didn't no, you got, help my creativity, Donald? I missed your show, and because I was watching a movie. But anyways, I missed your show. <laughs> I was going to call you in on that one because it's Halloween. <laughs> Hey, Donald, I got a request for you, though. I do have a request. Uh, Absent what your wife is going to say, I want a drawing similar to the one that you sent with the picture that had right on it. I want a politics done right on it kind of a thing. I want that drawing with your signature for a piece on a t-shirt. I loved it that much. Is there any facial? Set? Well, we'll talk later. I'll email you. All right. We talk. Thank you, brother. That was great work, man. Okay. Just let me say that. All right. All right. Let's go to Bard. Come on in, Bard. Hey, good morning. I just wanted to talk about the mayoral race. It's yes, time sir. for a change. Mm-hmm. Uh, um, we got uh, two choices. It's Sheila Jackson Lee, which is more of the same. And we got um, Whitmire, who's a good Democrat. He's going to work on the infrastructure, fix the potholes, try to get this crime down. If, if you get Sheila Jackson Lee in there, it's going to be more of the same with what we had with Turner. And I know that you... And Melissa and some other people said they're going to vote for Sheila Jackson just because she's black. Now, that's that's wrong, Eberto. You can't vote for somebody just because of the color of their skin. Um, you need to I... go with Whitmire, who's a good Democrat uh-huh. and who's going to help us the most. So we, it's time for change. And, okay. and this, this Bart, Bart, Bart. You know, I'm, a, I'm with conversation here now. I never, ever said. I was voting for Sheila Jackson Lee because she's black. Never said that. Melissa never said, and I'm speaking for you, Melissa, if you're still listening. Melissa never said she's voting for Sheila Jackson Lee because she's black. Let me tell you a fallacy here. Um, uh, Bart, Bart. Wait, let he's me, let, can, can I make my point? Politician from Washington. Bard? Doesn't, even, doesn't even live here. Bard, can you allow me to... Just like I allowed you to, just like I allowed you to say your whole piece uninterrupted, can you give me a chance to do that on my own show if you don't mind? All right. So listen. Thank you, sir. I appreciate that. Now, um, I never said I was voting for Sheila because she's black. I never listen to me well. I never voted for a candidate because of their race. And let me tell you better. Black people in the aggregate. Latinos in the aggregate, others in the aggregate, they don't vote for candidates because of their race. Now, many times we have race. Brother, let me finish. Please let me finish. Please let me finish. Because of inherent racism in this country and because we were taught a certain thing in this country. Right. Many. White people, let's say like you, right? I assume, I I shouldn't have assumed that. Are you white? That's what I should say first. Yes. Yes, okay, I am. Good. All right. Good. Thank you. Many white people 
assume that because inherently within what they were taught, they would not vote for a black, Latino or minority person, that that is how these other segments of society vote. And I have the clear and present evidence to show otherwise. We had uh, Representative Green, who represented a Latino district for the longest time. No Latino going into that race was able to take over Green until Green decided he didn't want to run anymore. You know why? Because Green served his community. Likewise, anybody who serves a community they would not look at that person as a black person to vote for that person. If, if a white person goes into a black community, work their butts off in that black community and show that they are the best person for the job, I guarantee you they'll get the job. Let's take a look at the Obama race back in the 2007. When Obama was running, I was a Hillary Clinton supporter. I was on her team. Not until Clinton made a mis uh, her husband screwed up in South Carolina and, and, and racialized the Democratic primary did I shift to Obama. And not till I heard somebody forget their prejudices to say that, to, to make me know that Obama was viable, did I vote for him. Same applied to Joe Biden in South Carolina. We had many people that, that, that would have supported a you know, look at the black folks that are running. And that's not what happened. So what I'm trying to tell you, Bart, is this. I know what conventional wisdom tells many people in our society. Oh, you want uh, you create a black district and a black person is sure to win a black district. You don't create a black district because uh, you want a black person out, uh, to, so that the black people can elect a black candidate. You want a black district or a Latino district or an Asian district. Because of what society has taught us, we don't get you don't get the representation if you are not able to make the choices because of what we had historically in this country. So, Bard, what I'm trying to tell you is this: use my program, our program, Politics Done Right, for one thing, to take out the inconsistencies and unrealities of what we have learned, what society has taught us, and try to get to understand people in general. You go into, you, Bart, I'm talking about you now, Brother Bart, go in and talk to black people in the aggregate, not what you hear here and there. Treat them as average human beings like any other American, like any other Houstonian. And you learn something completely different than what you hear in mainstream media. Black district to elect black person. That's not what it is at all. It is a district to elect what will solve the problems for those people. And a lot of what you see is a reflection of the majority population onto others. And when we stop that, when you, Brother Bard, come into entire, the entire society and not look at things through your particular lens of forever, you'll see how quickly we change as a society. Now, to answer your question about Sheila Jackson Lee versus Whitmire, etc., Whitmire is the reason I wouldn't vote for Whitmire is that Whitmire is much too conservative for me. Whitmire has too many of the types of businesses supporting him that I think would not be in the best interest of 
of uh, of Houston. Sheila Jackson Lee, while she is also a power player with a lot of business connections, I knowing her personally at the uh, w- the convention that I went to in uh, in in North Carolina. I first of all, I always thought Sheila Jackson was a camera hog. I wasn't particularly you know, interested in, 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 in what, in what she was doing. Okay. But I went to a convention in North Carolina. I was in the demo, you know, I go to the different conventions to cover it, et cetera. And I saw, first of all, how she dealt with her employees and how she dealt with her constituents. Okay. Hear me out before you just jump on the negatives when I have the negatives to say, and also listen to the positives. Okay. I went to that convention and I got a new perspective of who Sheila Jackson Lee was. Uh, there was a whole contingent of Texans that came out and and they came to see her. And apparently the employee was trying to keep them away from her. And she exploded. And I then saw how she went ahead and dealt with these constituents and talking to them. I also went to a couple of events in, uh, I don't remember, uh, you know, I got invited to a couple of the events that, uh, that she had here in town several years ago. And, you know, I do a lot of watching. I don't like listening and, and, and seeing interactions. And I hadn't seen a Congress person. Well, I've seen other Congress person with that kind of rapport as well, but she had a hell of a rapport with her, the constituents in her community. I didn't see that she was very nice to her, the people who worked for her. I, I kind of noticed that sometimes she was short with them, but with the constituents. And that is what I am all about. Anyway, Bard, before we go on, uh, your comment before I uh, let you go. Well, I just want to say what, you know, Who's done more? I don't care about the past, Obama, Clinton, Trump, forget that. Let's look at the future. Who's okay. going to do more for Houston? It's going to be Whitmire. Who's done more for Houston? It's Whitmire. Sheila Jackson Why would you Lee. Say, oh, okay, what has he done for Houston? Please tell me. Well, she needs her vote. She comes back when she needs her no, vote, no, no. and then she appears. What I'm asking you, Bard, Bard, you know, a lot of times we make comments. You know, I, I, yesterday somebody called it about taxes. I think it was you as well. But uh, but, you know, we make comments without corroboration, not because the politician said I've done this mean they've done that. Right. And so my question to you is, you know, a lot of people have they're fond of a candidate. I'm not fond of candidates. I want to know what that candidate is going to do and, and what they have actually done. I can look at you and tell you that it's some things that I know Sheila has done. I really can't tell you something that Whitmer has done for Houston. I can't. Well, Whitmire lives here. Again, I said, I would like to know your between Whitmire and 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 Lee, what has something that Whitmire has specifically done for Houston that you know of? He's done a ton with the police and the crime fighting. What has he done? Give me a give me a bill. Give me something that he's done. Well, I don't know specific bills. That's my point. Okay, let's stop right there. Bard, Bard, Bard. That's my point. And that's what that's my job, though, right? My job is actually to come and tell you. And uh, 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 my good friend, uh, uh, Daniel Cohen, who I had on on the show, when he decided that he uh, thought that uh, Lee was the best person for the job, 
he gave a list of the accomplishments and you should go to his site. I'll put it on sometime for you. It's easy for you to look at a commercial ad of what somebody says. Let me tell you some specifically one of the things that really between those two, since it's likely one of those two that's going to win. One one of the things that Sheila said that 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 he started to pick up on now that I that I wanted to hear. Crime isn't about locking people. Uh, solving the crime problem isn't about locking people up or throwing the key and throwing the keys away because eventually they come out and they cost us a lot of money. Crime is about solving a problem before it occurs. Right. And when Sheila Jackson sent out her paper and she points out these are the things that we can actually do in these communities to uh, solve the to, to, to solve the recidivism problem, to solve the problem about uh, this kind of crime occurring, that talks to me more so than somebody says, I'm a law and order person. There's too much crime. I'm going to take them off the street and lock them up. My, I want somebody who's going to solve the prevent the cancer than have to eradicate the cancer. And that's why I'm saying, Bard, I want us now as a society to start and I hope you, I hope what I'm saying is not just going into one ear and coming out the next. I hope you're using our program to enhance your horizons because I want us to do critical thinking. In other words, not just listen to what a politician says, but let's do critical thinking. And that's all I'm asking for. Okay, Bart, tell me something quick before I got to go. A mental health professional is not going to solve crime. Somebody cracking somebody over the skull with a, a billy club is going to stop people from breaking and your that's, windows. That is what you've been taught, right? That is what you've been taught. The truth of the matter is this. If we prevent that person from being created, that person that is that has no heart, that person that can blow a cap in you without having a second thought. But that doesn't start when they become 18. That start when they're two. And those are things that we as a society right. don't take care of. That's and once we have politicians... It's the father, it's the father right. and the mother, it's the family. Exactly. And that comes and that that's an issue. It's more than a father. It's a societal problem. You remember when Hillary Clinton said we we're raised by a village? That is true. In Panama, that's uh, that the re our community, you could leave your doors open. You know why? It was you were raised by the community. You were raised by the community. But we talk another time, Bart. I got to go raise some money again. OK. OK. Thank okay. you, brother. Peace. All right, folks, please give us a call at 713-526-5738. Again, that number is 713-526-5738. Hit extension one to contribute. Do you guys know you still have me at a donut hole? You know, uh, I know that the no. manager is going to. Yeah, the manager no. is going to call me and he's going to say, Egberta, stop giving them a show and keep on asking for money and beat them over the head until they give you some money. I can't do that. I got to give a program. Right, Howard? Yes. And we also need to do some pitching, too. We also need to raise money for this program, because once again, let me repeat, Egberto works very hard to bring you the truth, the absolute total truth on this program. So that is deserved of support. 713-526-5738, extension number one. Give generously to Egberto. Give generously to KPFT. Absolutely. So, folks, so please give us a call. 713-526-573. Hit extension one to give. One other thing, sir. I mean, pro my brothers and sisters, you can also give at, at uh, the website kpft.org. Please, 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 as you give at kpft.org, please select politics done right as the program 
you are supporting. We're here to serve. I can give you uh, two minutes, Harry. Come on in, my brother. I gave I gave Bart a long time because, you know, we had, uh, you okay. know, we want to do that stuff. Come on in, Harry. But you're a daily caller. Talk to me, brother. I want to be real, I want to be real brief. Uh, uh, Berto, I want to I want to um, applaud you for educating the white America feeling wrong people and the MAGA people, because that's who you're talking about when you're having that conversation with Bart of what white people, uh, of what they've been taught and why they will at times tend to vote for a person because they're white. Uh, and the person you were talking about yesterday was Jeff. Jeff was the one who called about the taxes. Okay, and you got were it. Uh, talking about that's that's who it was because he was saying about how Bard you you congratulated Bard on paying his taxes and Jeff was talking to you about do you like paying those taxes because he runs a small business. Right. That, that's who it was. that was my first caller. I just wanted to jog your memory. Thank but you I very much, Eric. Yeah, so uh, have a good rest of the day, and people continue to contribute to this station. It's very good, very edifying, and I will contribute to you guys when um, I'm able to. So um, have a good rest of the day and a good weekend, Eberto, Howard, and Jack, and I'll be listening at 930 for uh, Howard show, and more continued success for Howard. I hope he's able to turn that into a, a five-day-a-week show with his uh, wife. But, you know, we don't want to kill Howard. No, Howard is all over the place. Look, Howard was out late last he night doing the this as well. Anyway, thanks. Thank you, Harry. <laughs> Have a good I'm one, good. brother. All right. Take care, brother. Anyway, folks, uh, give us a call. We're, we're running out of time. 713-526-5738. I want to welcome Eric, uh, Eric, uh, Melanie, uh, Paul. Uh, you guys have some good speaking there on 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 the chat. Uh, 713-526-5738, extension number one to contribute. 713-526-5738. Uh, give us $100 is my the T-shirt. You can also uh, become a sustainer, five bucks a month. Can you do that? A coffee a month for politics and right? $10 a month, a couple of coffees a month for politics and right? Whatever you can. But please support the program. You are supporting a station well worth it. We promise you that. I'm going to throw it right back to Howard and Jack now before we close out. Okay. Well, once again, we're sitting here. You still have a donut? That's just wrong. Yes. 713-526-573. That's the number to call the Donate to Egberto show or any show here at KPFT. Because in order to bring you Egberto show, we have to have electricity. I mean, transmitters don't work without electricity. Studios don't work without electricity. It's just a bunch of stuff sitting around collecting dust if we hey, don't power hey, it. Hey, we got one. One small okay. donor. Thank you for Kurt. Well, actually, not small. Good donation. Thank you. Oh, Kurt. Gert, Kurt. Yeah, thank you so yeah. kindly for uh, your contribution. Now, we need about uh, six more like Kurt, and we're there. Six more like Kurt. So give us a call, 713-526-5738. I'm no longer at a donut. Donut meaning zero. 281. Right. Or rather, three. <laughs> 713-526-5738. Go ahead, Howard. Sorry. We're down, we're down to the two-minute warning here. So, folks, 713-526-5738. I've got uh, station manager... Sandy Wyman standing by on Zoom to come join us during Amy. So we need to uh, need to get that done. 713-526-5738, extension 1. Donate to Egberto, donate to KPFT. Keep us alive. Keep this vital source of the community 
coming to you with all the information you need, the true accurate information, not some sound bite of 15 seconds, 30 seconds on a major story. We cover it. We do it. Now, Jack, I think you've got some uh, wisdom for us. Well, uh, you know, we were talking about the court systems and, uh, you know, crime and stuff. And there's there's a there's a, a new thing out there called harm reduction, which is getting out in front of things and 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 putting some money into some help for these people before they have to result to crime and getting their lives in order. That's the new idea for fighting crime. We have a punishment system. And we need to change it to a restitution system. Amen. Amen. Thank you very much, Jack. Anyway, folks, please give us a call. 713-526-5738, extension number one to give. After the, If you waited for, wanted to hear the show and want to give after the show, please go to kpft.org. That is kpft.org. Hit the donate button and please select Politics Done Right as the program you are supporting. That way, the manager will see, oh, Egberto is still raising what he needs to raise to stay on air because, you know, we have a lot to talk about. The subject that I was going to talk about today uh i really wanted to uh, uh, to talk about it i didn't get to it please go to politicsunright.com slash newsletter and we have the list of the subjects that we were going to talk about today as well as the link to the videos that we were going to have that way we get to talk to community and still have the program thank you so kindly for being here uh 713-526 5738 extension one to give or go to kpft.org. In each case, please remember to select politics done right as the program you're you're supporting. My name is Egberto Willis. I want to thank Howard and Jack in the studio. I want to call thank the callers and the entire audience. My name is Egberto Willis. This is Politics Done Right, and you guys know how I end this baby. I am what? Out. We spend a lot of time deconstructing the news, trying to trying to parse it into a form that everybody can understand. We try to find those little nitpicks where uh, it goes, it flies above the fray, etc. If you really like these videos that we do, I want to ask a big favor. Please go ahead, number one, subscribe to our channel, and number two, please join if you can. Thank you so kindly for watching. Keep watching. Please remember to share. We must populate the entire internet with our progressive message, a message that we know is what most Americans say that they want. So help us please join.